I thought having a kid would be the end of my life. When I was younger, I was determined to be childless. And I thought in order to have fun in life and be adventurous, you just couldn't have children. And wow, was I ever wrong. Meeting my wife was the greatest thing that ever happened to me for so many reasons, not the least of which is that she saw a future that I never imagined. And it's the greatest life I can think of. Today is all about the things I've learned since becoming a dad. Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I'm Brad, thank you for listening. Really appreciate that. And I appreciate you for all the reviews. Uh, Seems like I get a few every uh, few months. And it just, I can't thank you enough for all the kind words. Uh, I'm told that it makes the show more visible, searchable, all that stuff. So if you're inclined and you haven't done so already, feel free to leave me a review on whatever platform you listen to. Uh, No pressure. The fact that you're listening is uh, already huge. So thank you so much for being here. I was in Oklahoma over the weekend and went to Walmart to pick up some coffee and I saw Chameleon for $3 a bottle. It was in, it's the concentrated blend too, not the little bottles. I was floored. I can't figure it out because there was no um, coupon. It wasn't a promotion. At least they didn't have one listed. But when I get it here in town, uh, it's like eight, $9 a bottle. Uh, sometimes a little less if they got a coupon going on. And, uh, but $3 a bottle. I mean, maybe they're just trying to break into the market there, but I'm on to you, Chameleon. You're trying to get those Sooners hooked on your coffee. It's a good strategy because what's going to happen as soon as they start selling that $3 coffee, as soon as people start picking that up, they are, uh, they're going to jack the price on you. So beware. I know what you're up to, but it's it's worth the the seven or eight dollars. But uh, at three dollars a bottle, I had to pick up several. <laughs> uh, I was out there visiting my dad, and I told him uh, I might just uh, start bootlegging <laughs> Chameleon from Oklahoma, uh, have him bring it down the next time he comes, and uh, that way, at a minimum, I can save myself some money. Who knows? Uh, I could sell it for six dollars a bottle here. And people would gladly pay for it. And then I've uh, doubled my profit. But I'll probably just hold on to it. (laughs) Uh, It's been a while since I'd seen my dad. And it reminded me while I was there just all the things that I've learned from being a dad. My daughter is about to turn four years old. Which is just crazy to me. Because it feels like she was born yesterday. Um, And I know everybody says that, but it's really true. I heard a good description of how time passes when you have a child. Uh, They say that the days are long, but the months are short. And that's really how it is. Time goes by so fast. Uh, I feel like I'm going to wake up one day and she's going to be asking me for the keys to the car. I'm, I'm actually hoping that self-driving cars are more popular uh, than driving by, at that point, but we'll see. 
I, I just can't think of anything more stressful for a parent than, than handing over those keys. I've changed in so many ways since becoming a dad. Um, when Kim and I first started dating, I told her that there were two non-negotiables. Uh, I wouldn't stop drinking and I never wanted to have kids. And now here I am. I've traded in my late night drinking for uh, early morning tea parties with my daughter. And at the time that I made those ridiculous demands, I honestly thought that having a kid would just be the end of my life. I thought I wouldn't be a good father, uh, that it just wouldn't uh, come naturally to me. And I was really wrong about so many of these things. And uh, I'm not saying I'm the greatest dad, but I was shocked at just how well I took to it. And the thought about how my life would be over couldn't have been more wrong either. I feel like in many ways, my life has just begun. And this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And there have been many times in my life where I had no idea what I was supposed to be doing. I've learned a lot over the last four years. I can now tell the difference between a good kid's book uh, over a bad one. And before, I thought they were just all the same. My, uh, my sister recently sent me some books from our childhood uh, that, uh, that she found at a garage sale. And you've probably never heard of these books it's a uh, series called Sweet Pickles, and it's various stories about this community of animals that sort of live like humans, and I honestly don't remember too many other books other than those. These were approved by the Pentecostal church that I was raised in, so you know they had to be good. Uh, just kidding. They were actually pretty bad. <laughs> These animals, they get into fights on the reg and they argue and they worry. Uh, now granted, these books were written in the 70s and uh, child psychology probably isn't as advanced you know, as it is today back then, but they really are kind of twisted plot lines that uh, they give these characters. And uh, I'm much more aware of things like that now. And the same goes for movies and TV, at least when my daughter's around. Uh, we don't uh, do too much screen time or TV, but occasionally we let her watch some Daniel Tiger. And uh, I'm really glad that uh, she got out of that Barney phase. That show is enough to drive any parent to insanity. What's crazy is there's at least one show that she got into and then sort of lost interest in it, but I still wanted to watch it. It's a uh, Amazon original called Tumbleleaf, and this show is great. Uh, I'm sure it's computer animation, but it looks like stop motion puppet type, uh, you know, format, and these the characters look great. The plot is always really good, and it, it even has a great soundtrack. But uh, when she stopped want wanting to watch it, I found myself a little disappointed, uh, which was weird, because here I am, a grown man, all upset because I can't see the new season of Tumbleleaf. 
I mean, I could watch it without her, but that seems weird for some reason. Uh, it shouldn't, but it does. I try to sell it hard too. Like, uh, let's see what Fig the Fox and his good pal sticker up to. <laughs> and uh, she just looks at me and says, no, Daniel Tiger. But uh, luckily, she grew out of the Barney, but then came along the song Baby Shark. It's horrible. It might be the worst song uh, ever, I think. It's worse than Baby Got Back. However, when your daughter loves to hear it, you play it. At least I do. I'm a sucker. I do find myself leaning more into the darker, heavier music after I drop her off at daycare because of that. Um, I have to just have the palate cleanser to get Baby Shark, to get that stink out of my head. Um, usually some Cannibal Corpse does the trick, uh, maybe the new tool. I have to do this because my Spotify algorithm is getting all jacked up. I now get suggested playlists for like Taylor Swift, Wheels on the Bus, Let It Go. And <laughs> so I have to try to offset that. Um, I do wait until she's not around before I'm jamming any Morbid Angel though. that kind of got away from me is the YouTube kids. Uh, I use YouTube, so I thought, what's the harm in letting her have some YouTube kids every once in a while? But I quickly realized that uh, she's not ready for that. I've, uh, I've never seen her more upset than when I tell her it's time to stop watching. Um, she just would get mesmerized by the most nonsensical videos I've ever seen. Uh, one I saw had people dressed up like Spider-Man, the Joker, and Elsa, and they're doing product placements for McDonald's. And it had like a few million views. I haven't seen this one, but someone reported seeing some really disturbing videos like Minnie Mouse tumbling down an escalator before becoming trapped in its machinery and splurting out blood while, uh, you know, baby Mickey and Minnie sit there and cry. Uh, there's weird stuff on it. Um, YouTube says they've removed that one now, but it makes me think what else is lurking out there that they haven't caught yet. And one former YouTube engineer said, recommendations are designed to optimize watch time. There is no reason it shows content that is actually good for kids. He said working at YouTube on recommendations, he felt like he was the bad guy in Pinocchio, showing kids a colorful and fun world, but actually turning them into donkeys to maximize revenue. And when she requests YouTube now, I have to tell her that, you know, we're taking a break from phones this weekend. Let's, let's go play outside. And most of the time it works. Uh, that is, as long as I actually stick to that statement of taking a break from my phone. <laughs> uh, 
in a way, she's helping me curb my screen time. I see a lot of parents complaining about their kids and teenagers spending too much time on their phones, but the parents are the ones that showed them that behavior. I had to learn to be an example and it's easy to live a double standard and say, I'm dad, I can do what I want. But I was a kid once and I always called BS on that uh, to myself, of course, <laughs> you know, because in my day, you did not talk back without severe retribution. And that's another thing I had to learn that severe retribution is maybe not the best tactic uh, at least for me, when it comes to how I parent, uh, I'm told that I would be stricter if I had a boy. I don't know if that's true or not, but I do know that she's made me much more compassionate, uh, not just towards her, but everyone else as well. And I thought I knew the lesson that having a kid does for a person like, oh yeah, you realize that you're not the most important person in the world. Uh, you learn to put others first. I get it, but really I didn't get it. Um, for me, it was something that I had to experience firsthand to truly implement those lessons. And she's also taught me to see the world through new eyes. And in some ways, she's like my Zen master. She can find beauty and wonder in simple things. Um, I had to get these locks for her windows at Lowe's last weekend. And it's just like a screw with a flat edge that prevents the window from being opened. And I got a few extras and she thought that was the coolest thing ever. She played with those all afternoon. Her imagination is amazing. I'm in awe of that. And I find myself being too literal when she's talking to me. Um, she'll see a bus and say something like, I'm going to take that school bus today. And I'll, I'll reply back like, uh, hey, I'm already driving you to school. you know. And she corrects me and says, I'm pretending, Dad. And I love that she keeps me pretending on a daily basis. Because the power of imagination is highly underrated. We all use our imaginations, but usually not for good things. I catch myself imagining how bad things are going to be, you know, with this person or that situation. But we can reverse that and imagine a better world or something that we really want to happen. Because everything in our physical world was just a figment of someone's imagination at one point. And it's really how manifestation happens. And she's a master at it. Her playroom can become a castle, a splash pad, a school. Um, lately, it's an ocean filled with mermaids, <laughs> which is great. Uh, and talking to her is so much more interesting than talking to adults. She just has this wonderment about everything and a million questions, trying to sort out this reality and make sense of the world. Um, she's sort of reignited my inner child. Uh, I'm playing with blocks and magnetiles, having tea parties, and it's really fun. 
she reminds me just not to take myself too seriously. Uh, I do draw the line at nail polish. Her and her mother uh, are determined to get me to put it on, but uh, uh, I just won't. Not going to do it. I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that. Another surprising thing that's happened to me is that my patience has increased since becoming a dad. In the past, I struggled with being patient with people, which just really means not being patient with myself. My daughter is amazing, but she is also a toddler that lacks impulse control from time to time. And if she's upset about something, you're going to know it. And that something does not always have to make rational sense. And at first, I would try to rationalize with her and uh, over getting upset. Uh, but you you can't rationalize with the irrational. <laughs> so now what I do is just let her get that tantrum out and just, you know, be at one with those feelings. And it's interesting because after a few minutes, she will just instantly stop crying and just go on about the whatever she was doing before. And back when I would try to reason with her over the meltdown, I would get frustrated and it would actually take longer for her to get over the whole thing. I think there's a lot to be learned there and applied to adults, actually. Being a parent has just taught me more about the human condition in general. Uh, you see how the personality takes shape and how up until we're like seven years old, we're just sponges absorbing all the stimuli around us. And in some ways, it's kind of an intimidating task to be this important to someone. But now I have a more defined moral compass because you have this person looking at you and how you react in stressful situations. And when I find myself being a jerk, which still happens, uh, <laughs> I think, would I want my daughter seeing me act like this? And it's a mantra that I have to repeat um, because it forces me to be better than I thought I was possible. Being a dad has taught me also to be more grateful. Having a healthy child and a happy family for me is the greatest blessing I could ever receive. Before she came along, I took so many things for granted. She changed my priorities and inspired me to be my best self. Thank you for listening to me get all sappy today. Don't know what came over me, but I wanted to get this episode down because it just felt like the right time. This is just what she's doing to me now. I'm uh, more open with my feelings and uh, look for the good in everyone and everything. It's weird, but, uh, <laughs> but I'm glad. I'm so glad it's happening. You can find me at thecoffeebuzzpodcast.com. Thank you for listening, and I will talk to you next week. Hi, I'm Princess Polly. This is my best friend, Stick, but he is not great. What is he? He is a... He is a pistachio. He's, what? A, he's a pistachio? Yeah. Oh, wow.
Yeah, but he is a kid. Oh, really? Yeah, he's a pistachio and a kid. 